In a world where the 80s ended before all the terrible movies were made, three brave role-playing gamers will do whatever it takes to make the worst movies possible. But for budgetary reasons, the movies are only in audio. These are the worst movies ever played. Hey everybody, welcome to Worst Movies Ever Played. I'm your director, Patrick. I'm Jeffrey. And I'm Brent. But and not today. Haha, <laughs> I know we're switching it up, but I'm so excited because today, and I know Jeffrey, you get to go first here usually. Not today. But listen. Today is my day. You're excited. Today I get to play a character I've wanted to play since we first started playing this game. And I learned... This game, of course, is straight to VHS. Yeah, that's the game. Great. And I learned that you can do anything you want with the power of imagination. Today I'm going to play a sentient... Jumbo Jet. <laughs> My name is Alan Thickridge. I was a top pilot in the U.S. Air Force. I died in a horrible helicopter crash, and now I am a sentient Air Force One. My name is Jeffrey. I'll be playing the role of Max Cruncher, and uh, everybody wants a piece of Max Cruncher, whether it's German terrorists, the Yakuza, the Russian Mafia. <laughs> I guess standing up for truth, justice, and the American way as an elite super soldier will make you a few enemies. I should point out that Max is an expert in white karate. He doesn't use guns, he doesn't use knives, he uses his fists, he uses his feet, and white American male confidence. A surprisingly potent superpower. Yeah, absolutely. So, Max Cruncher, your old days when you were part of the military, you were always uh, assigned with one particular partner, and that was Alan Thickridge. Alan Thickridge. Alan Thickridge was one of the best guys the Army, Navy, Air Force, or Marines has ever seen. You went through thousands of missions. It was really incredible. But then at some point, Alan Thickridge was killed in battle. In a helicopter accident. Oh, Alan. He was piloting the helicopter. You were in it. He sacrificed himself to save you somehow. This guy, a true man, a true hero. Yeah, emphasis on true man. Keep that in mind. Now... Given what a true man he was, there was no way the government was going to let this guy just disappear. So they took his brain and they put it into a fighter jet. And he became a very top secret DARPA project for a sentient fighter jet plane. It went spectacular. They have made the decision that it is time to promote Alan Thickridge to the top plane in the Air Force. So when you say promote, you mean they're going to take his brain and they're going to put it into a different aircraft of some kind? Yes, but while they're doing it, they're going to salute the brain. Oh, great. Okay. That's how you know it's a promotion. And so one day at Edwards Air Force Base, they take Alan Thickridge's brain and put it into a brand new two-level, absolutely massive Air Force One. And so now the new Air Force One needs to be flown from... Edwards Air Force Base to Washington, D.C. Of course, this is a very important plane, and though Alan is a great, great pilot, no one should fly a mission totally alone. Need a co-pilot, buddy? You know it, pal. I'm here for you always. High-five one of my wing tips. Oh, okay. Lowering flat. Oh, okay, you actually can do kind of a high-five. That's cool. Along with a few cargo crates in the cargo bay that are going back to the Smithsonian, you are just going to fly this plane back to Washington, D.C. And let's be honest, what could possibly go wrong? As long as Max Cruncher's here, nothing can go wrong. 
All right, and so the plane takes off as the sun is setting over California. We, I love flying. I love flying too, but I hate going to DC. All those stuffy bureaucrats and their goddamn laws. Why can't they just leave men alone, you know? Yes, or leave men entirely and just be a thought process inside a beautiful gleaming machine. We see an American flag flying in the wind as the title of the movie, Air Force Fun. <laughs> that gritty 80s action movie, Air Force Fun. Perfectly named, but also the typography like looks deadly. So it just says Air Force and then like in big red government letters, FUN! <laughs> Wonderful. And can the contrail of the jet as it's flying by make an exclamation mark? <laughs> yes, it does. That's exactly what it does. Perfect. Okay, good. And it's literally, there's nobody else on this plane except for me, to my knowledge. Max Cruncher's a one-man army. Yeah, no, I mean, we know that. I mean, he doesn't, certainly doesn't need, uh, it certainly doesn't want these FBI agents to muddy up his friend's plane. It is worth noting that the Secret Service asked to be on this plane and was yeah. happy to help escort you, and you told them no. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't fly with suits. By the way, I should point out that Max Cruncher is wearing an open denim blue vest with no shirt underneath and like ripped sleeves. He has a like, gorgeous toned abs. He looks very hot. And he wears blue jeans, big cowboy boots, and he's got dirty blonde hair. I'm just remembering all of Point Break. You're not quite sure, Max, where you want to chill for this ride. I just get so antsy on planes, you know? I don't like sitting very long. I'm more of a legs guy, a movement guy, you know what I mean? I totally do. I assume this is coming through the intercom when I speak. And also, since I don't have eyes, I'm interested to know what I look like. You look so good, buddy. Oh, hell yes. I'll tour around here and see what's going on with you. Yeah, check out my insides. Well, here we are in this really cool, I guess like executive lounge kind of thing. A lot of leather chairs that swivel around. Big money stuff, you know, big power stuff. Big money, all right. I never really went for that. I appreciate it, I get it. Big man wants his big chair, you know what I mean? <laughs> Boy, do I. The executive lounge that Max is talking about is the miniature West Wing aboard Air Force One. It's one of many rooms that exists on this plane. There is a security hall that connects to the cockpit that only allows Max in with a passcode or with his hands and eyes. There is a press briefing room, a small West Wing area where all the fancy chairs are. There's also, on the lower level, a residential area where the president would reside when he's chilling. There's also a crew quarters, a food galley, a munitions slash supply room, and the cargo hold that has all of the artifacts from the Smithsonian. Wow, this is some fancy digs you got here, buddy. I'm kind of enjoying it. You know, at first it was weird having people inside of me on a daily basis. Right. But now, I come to enjoy the company. So, where do you want to reside for this plane trip? Or where do you want to set up camp? I think I'm going to go, uh, I think I'm going to go to the, to the talkie room. I'm going to the talkie room. <laughs> the press room. The press room. I'm going to the talkie room. Ooh, would you like an in-flight movie? Oh, yeah, they have those? They do. Oh, my God. And by they, I mean I. <laughs> what, uh, what you got? Let's see. So a big screen rolls down, you know, 80s style. And a projector flickers on in the back. All right, get ready for Gremlins 2. Oh, fuck yeah. This is the best. 
do you think the producers of this film got the rights to Gremlins 2? Or do you think that this is one of these situations where we're not seeing any of the actual movie, right? They're just That's cutting, the one. They're just, they're just cutting to my reactions. And they're like, I have like a little bit of popcorn. Okay, great. I need you to roll your intelligence. Okay. And I need you to roll it with a blooper die. And you actually need both of you to, because you both really love this movie. All right. On it. Five. Okay. Eleven. Okay. Max Cruncher does not hear anything. Alan, you realize there was a vibration in the plane. You think it came from the lower levels. All right. The movie cuts off. Hey, what's going on here? Max, I am sorry to interrupt this wonderful film, but something is amiss. What do you mean? Is there somebody else on board? I'm not sure. It may also just be some mice in a box. If you would be so kind as to head to the lower level and investigate. Of course, buddy. I gotcha. So do I have some kind of, like, security camera? In most of the rooms, yeah. Cool. So where Kinda do you want to look first? Well, I want to... You said it was in the cargo hold? It was in the cargo hold. So let's pop up the cameras in the cargo hold and see if I can take a peek. Okay. While I'm doing that, you should head down that way, I think. Okay. So the cameras pop up, and how are you getting to the cargo hold? Ooh. There are two ways you could get there. You could go forward towards the cockpit and go down through the security hall. Or you could go back to the tail of the plane and go through the West Wing area. I think he's going to the back. He's going to go through the West Wing area. So, in the cargo hold, we see that several of the cargoes that were meant for the Smithsonian have been busted open, presumably from the inside. Four of them have opened up and are broken now. Max, I would like to alert you that someone is clearly on board. I will try and force them first before putting you in danger. So, Patrick... I'm going to turn on all the lights, all the alarms in that room, and then open the loading dock on the back, which okay. will immediately depressurize the plane and kill anyone that's inside. That's inside the cargo hold? Yeah. Okay, great. So, you go... You do it. It kills all the bad guys. <laughs> Problem solved. And we're done. This is a 15-minute <laughs> mini-sode. Oh, they had to anticipate this. These guys are smart. They are smart. I want you to roll intelligence to make sure you can open the cargo hold without issue holy crap i rolled a one <laughs> <laughs> on the maiden voyage of this really incredible state-of-the-art aircraft the cargo hold immediately jams and cannot open max i apologize but i'm having some technical difficulties you'll have to take care of this yourself oh i get it alan i get it we'll take care of this together buddy you got my back. I got yours. Let's do it. You're going straight back to the, the West Wing? Yeah. How are you approaching this? Oh, I'm approaching it cautiously at this point. So I've got my two deadly weapons out. Those are my hands. And uh, I'm just slowly stalking through the rooms, you know. I've got ninja training. I, I don't know if you know this about Max Cruncher, but he once killed three Yakuza guys with one headlock. Are you planning to hide, or are you just ready for anything to attack you that shows up? He's sticking close to the walls, but he's moving, he's making his way. So if yeah. I walked down this aisle, yeah. I would see you. Not at first. So you're hiding. Okay, yeah, you see him. <laughs> but it would take you a minute. It would be like, where's Waldo? It's like he's in plain sight, but he's like a spy, you know. I understand. Where's Cruncher? It is fun being on a mission with you again. This time, we are protecting the president. Are we? <laughs> well, of course. If this plane got into the wrong hands, that would be incredibly dangerous for the president. Oh, God, you're right. If you're trying to go with some level of 
stealth, I need you to roll your spy. May I also um, start popping up cameras in other rooms and seeing what's what? Yes, you can. Great. Uh, an eight. An eight. Okay, great. Excellent. And so where do you want to pop up the cameras? So I will check out the munition supply room, please. Okay, great. You take a look at the camera in the munitions supply room, and you see a man in military fatigue, a blonde-haired, blue-eyed man, just standing there, seemingly standing guard. Is this room full of guns that they can access? Yeah, there's a lot of guns in there they can access. There's a lot of Uzis. He's carrying an AK-47, and he is in front of the wall of Uzis. He's watching both entrances with caution. Okay. Can I check the next room up? Yes. The next room up would be the residence. There is no one currently there. Got it. I would like to lock all the doors, please. Okay. You're going to be rolling this one a lot, I think. Roll your intelligence. Okay. 18? 18. You managed to lock all of the doors. Cool. And then, obviously, as Cruncher gets to a door, just let me know. And I'll hook you up. You got it. And then I guess just because we only see one guy, but we saw a lot of crates busted open, I should probably check the residence and then upstairs in the West Wing too. Okay. So you're going to start with the residence. Go ahead and roll your spy. 20. 20. 20. Okay. Residence is empty. There's no one in the residence right now. And then how about the West Wing? Go ahead and roll spy again. 16. Okay. There's a guy in the West Wing. There is another blonde-haired... All these guys seem to be blonde-haired, blue-eyed. He is in the president's chair, and he's got his feet up on the desk. He's looking pretty happy with himself. There looks like there are perhaps other people in the room, but from the angle of the camera, you can't tell. Got it. Max. What's going on, buddy? We have gremlins. More specifically, I think we have Eastern Europeans. Oh, shit. I can't tell you how many, but it is more than two. I would guess less than 600. That's a pretty wide margin there. Can we nail it down a bit? Do you have an infrared scan? Let me find out. Hey, Patrick, do I have an infrared scan? What does an infrared scan do? You know, like in Predator, a camera. Oh, a heat sensor. Heat sensor, yeah. No, you don't have a heat-seeking... You have security, but you don't need a heat sensor. Got it. I don't have predator vision inside. You have the things that you would need to fly a plane. Listen, buddy. You got me out of a jam. I'm going to get you out of this jam. We're going to get this plane to Washington, D.C. Also, should we try to dissuade these gentlemen or just go straight to murder? Here's what I'm thinking. We do the old murder talk. I murder some, talk to others. We go from there, go kind of go back and forth. Oh, the one-two murder punch. The one-two murder punch back from our old army days. You remember that. It's going to be just like Cambodia. Cambodia was so good. Especially the part at the end where I was on fire. Brent, I need you to roll your defense. I got a nine. (laughs) Okay. They got a natural 20, which is great for them because you don't realize what they did. No, I'm still in the hallway. Alan Thickridge doesn't realize what just happened. You guys can keep going as you want. Max, they are in the West Wing and also the munitions locker. The man in the munitions locker is alone with an AK-47. I think if you approached him quietly, you could do some of that murder talk away from the others. I love it. Good heads up. Do I, so I have to go through the West Wing to get down to the munitions, right? Well, you can go through the West Wing. You can also go through the security room. The security room also has a stairway down. Okay, I'll go through the security room to the downstairs. Okay, so all doors are locked. So you're going to have to choose the door to open. 
Okay. Okay. So you're going through the... I'm going through the security room. Hey, buddy. Psst. Security door. Open. Okay. When you open the door, a shot is immediately fired at you. Okay. They heard you through the door. Okay, great. Because you guys were doing a lot of... You guys were doing some patriot talking. That's fair. And so they heard you. Uh, and there's nothing terrorists hate like patriot talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we just assume that I'm only turning on the intercom in the room where he is? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'll accept great. That. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you. I need you guys to both roll initiative. I rolled a 19. Uh, 14. Uh, one of my fortes is acrobatics. Okay. So I'm going to, like, leap out of the way. So then you get to roll with advantage to dodge out of the way. Okay, great. Oh, man, it did not matter. Uh, like a one, a two, a two, a two. He, uh, the bullet hits you for 14 damage. There is yelling in an Eastern European language. Can I just ask for a second? Sorry to pause. What happens to the bullet after it passes through him? That bullet isn't going to just stop in his body. That bullet's going somewhere. So your question is, did it hit you too? Did it hit me too? And also, did it hit like an exterior wall? Did it hit some electronics? Did it hit something we need? Um, roll your defense. And I will roll with a disadvantage. Ten. Okay, we tied, so the bullet just... He's in the press room, so the bullet just hits a chair. It's no its no big deal. Okay, embeds uh, itself in that expensive leather. Ah, uh, guns, the weapons of cowards. Ah. Alan, you have a turn. Great. So what else is in this security room where presumably there's an amount of guys? Can I see them now that they're like... You can now see them. So what's happening in this room is one guy tried the hand scanner. It didn't work. He tried the Oculus scanner. It didn't work. He's now guessing passcodes. They are trying to get into your cockpit. Right. Okay, great. Do I have the ability to turn off the oxygen flow in that room? You could turn off the oxygen flow in that room. Yes. Okay, great. Close the door. Got it. Lock it. <laughs> that command was just said out loud. Yep. He heard you. Uh, ooh, okay. Well, one of them. Roll your intelligence. Natural one. This brand new airplane that was state-of-the-art, no problems here, has once again had a jam. The locking mechanism engaged before it closed, and now it's jammed open. Right, so now it's jammed open. Looks like we're going to have to do this the old-fashioned way. Okay, at this point, Boris is running at you, and he is going to tackle you. Roll your defense. He got a natural 20. A 9. Okay, so Boris tackles you, and he has got you to the ground. So you are now... That's what he thinks. Uh, well, I mean, he does think that. It's also true. <laughs> it is your turn. He's under him, so Max wants to fling him up and have him hit the ceiling really hard, especially specifically on his head. What is your strength? His strength is a six. His strength, okay. Well, I get a plus five to strength attacks if you if I am unarmed. Okay, So right. this will be a plus 11. <laughs> so a plus 11, okay. So assuming that this is going to work, yes. can I be allowed to coordinate with him? Because presumably we've been fighting together a long time. Yes, you can coordinate with him. Right. But, well, you can't coordinate till your turn. You use your turn to help whatever he wants next. Got it. Okay. What did you want to do to coordinate? Well, I was, as he threw him up in the air, I was just going to go into a steep dive so he hits the gotcha. ceiling really really hard but we can plan for that later yeah, yeah, we, can yeah. Plan we got this okay so you go for that roll your strength 12 a 12 okay. i rolled a one <laughs> you tied so you managed to push him off of you but he doesn't go into the ceiling 
Okay. He manages to, like, pin you well enough that it's hard to slam him up to the roof the way you'd like. It is now his buddy's turn with an AK-47. He's going to fire. Roll your defense. 11. He misses, and he hits another one of those chairs. So Alan is still fine. Alan, it is your turn. Great. So there's a lot of action going on. There's a lot of people on the plane, more than I'm comfortable with. So I'm going to do a minor speaking action, and then I'm going to do a major action. And the minor speaking action is... Max, we're going to do Sierra Leone number 12. Oh. Max knows what that means. Got it. Ooh, it's a press briefing room? Yeah, I just grabbed the bottom of one of those big chairs. Yeah, I'm just going to grab the bottom of a big chair. And I do my major action, which is violent barrel roll. Okay. Alan does his violent barrel roll. Very extreme Gs. (laughs) The thing is, while I am under attack, it's my favorite thing in the world to fly, so I can't help but go, We! I mean, seriously, we! (laughs) Looks like you're having... Air Force fun. I hope that is not the last time we say that this trip. (laughs) No, we're going to say it a bunch of times. Roll your strength, Brent. I didn't give my strength the modifier because I get him a plane and I didn't really know what to do. So what about if I just roll with advantage if it's like a maneuver? That's fine. Roll all that. So 11 is my first roll. 8 is my second. So 11. Okay, this is going to be me doing some math because you're doing a thing that can harm everybody. Oh, you also need to roll your defense. So you did an 11? I did an 11. Wait, so it's not really so much an attack, right? I mean, this is more like I'm just because he's not really attacking me. He's not attacking you. Can I do could I roll like athletics to just see if you can can, roll athletics to to see if you can hang on? Yeah. And you can and because he told you what he was going to do, you can roll it with advantage. 12. Okay, you hang on. Great. They rolled astonishingly well <laughs> well these i mean we are in the first act of this movie <laughs> you know like se- early second act so i wouldn't expect them all to be wiped out immediately when one move but you'd like them to get like you know a black eye yeah i know so i imagine as i'm spinning i just hear bodies thumping all over the plane people screaming in ukrainian there are two screams that you hear there is a scream that seems like it comes from behind the press room and then there's another one that's more muffled that comes from below decks. Sounds like you got a couple of them, buddy. I wish I had gotten more. So I'm going to stop the spin, obviously, so Max can maneuver again. Were they able to hold onto their guns in a crazy violent spin? Uh, violent you know spin? what? Let me check to see if they were able to. One definitely did not. Great. One totally did. Okay. I mean, I probably knocked uh, Boris's gun out of his out of his hand with the throwing with the throw i assume so boris's gun is yeah we'll say the mixture of the throw plus the barrel roll made it so the boris's gun is gone great boris's gun is somewhere in the press briefing room but we have no idea where the other fella whose name is dimitri uh, they're not wearing name tags but we're just gonna do it this way that's fair <laughs> dimitri held on to his gun he was like whatever sierra loan 1495 is he grabbed on to whatever he could and knew that it was about to be bad. And so he, he managed. But Boris lost his gun entirely. Great. And actually, it is now Boris's turn. Okay. So Boris, who is now unarmed against a guy who is gathering his bad news, pulls out a radio. And is then... Boris not at all surprised that the only person on this airplane is a guy in a jean vest with no <laughs> shirt, cowboy boots, and hair blonder than the driven snow? 
they figured something like this might happen. So he says something in Russian over the intercom. Or not over the intercom, but over his walkie-talkie. It is now your turn. He's lying down, but he's using the walkie-talkie. Yeah, exactly. And I'm lying down next to him. Yes. Okay. I'm going to leap up, and I'm going to jump down on his head to try and, like, crush his walkie-talkie under his head. Okay. Leap through the air, land on his head. That sounds like acrobatics. Yeah. Right? As he's doing this, I would like to turn on... Sister Christian <laughs> right. on all of the intercoms on the plane. Well, I will only amend that it's a uh, knockoff of Sister Christian. Yeah, you would like to turn on a Sister Christian sound alike. Right. That our yes. engineer Adam Fox. <laughs> yes. Great. Roll your athletics or acrobatics or whatever that would be. Is it a two-part roll? So one to determine the the flip, the flip and then the other to determine the strength of the hit? I think so, yeah. So okay, then great. it's athletics versus hit okay i rolled uh i rolled an eight on the athletics you get up okay i get up yeah it's just not gonna make it cool i just want to hit his head with my foot i want to curb stomp him basically roll your strength finally all right gotta find my first good roll 21 okay boris uh his head cracks under the weight of your foot my cowboy boot. Go Your on. cowboy boot. Yep. And then one side of his face has the shape of a cowboy boot, and the other side of his face has the shape of a walkie-talkie, <laughs> and Boris is no more. Yeah. He was crushed between the walkie-talkie and your boot. Walkie-stompy. And there you go. That's a token <laughs> for that awful line. <laughs> that quote-unquote joke? Yes. Okay, so Boris is gone. Dimitri is going to fire at you. Great. What's your defense? Four. Okay. He hits you for a lot of damage. 17 damage. Oh, okay. Next turn will be a death check. Ooh, the bullet hit me right in the guts. My sensitive guts. You have four HP right now? Yeah. That really makes it hard to do (laughs) any area attacks. So I'm going to hit the air brakes. (laughs) hit the air brakes as in you're slowing the plane down massively we're going to have a sudden deceleration so everyone inside the plane is going to fly forward okay so if this works this guy is going to crack the back of his head on the door that he's trying to get into into my room and that was a maneuver that we would do in the army right this is something you're familiar with so you're gonna call that out right thank you max is going to fly through the now open door and hit this guy and use his body as a cushion. So you're going to call out we're hitting the air brakes? I'm not going to call out we're hitting the air brakes. I'm telling you I'm hitting the air brakes. Oh, okay, okay. What I'm going to say is, it's the Iowa State Fair. Dimitri, who realizes the Iowa State Fair is bad news, is like, oh, it's probably like what happened before we do a barrel roll. So he prepares himself... (laughs) By, like, he tries to put his hands between the two walls, trying to brace for a barrel roll. What he's not prepared for is to slam back into the wall behind him, and he is knocked out cold. Looks like a merry-go-down. That gets at one of these. Right. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting him. So immediately after this maneuver, of course, I return to normal cruising speed. Those bullets really inflamed my gut stuff, but you know what? Like a lot of men my age, gut stuff is perfectly normal. I'm just going to pop one of these guttoids from my leather fanny pack. Mmm, guttoids. It's good stuff. Uh, You may have noticed some tasteful product placement 
All Max Cruncher movies are sponsored by Guttoids. Guttoids, let her rip. The two guys that are in this room are gone. Every other room. Every other room door yeah. was locked. So there is no immediate threat in front of you. Although you heard significant other screams from the Iowa State Fair. So especially like everyone in the West Wing seems to have gotten hurt. And then there was also one below deck. So this was significantly more successful than the barrel roll. The barrel roll. But all the doors are locked. And so what do we want to do? Let's take a look in the camera and see what we can see. Okay. So we're just going to look in every room. What do we got? I know this is annoying. I'm going to make you roll spy on every room. Okay. Natural 20. Which room is that? I'm going to look in the next one up, which is the munitions locker, right? In the munitions locker, you see a dead guy. He's sprawled out on the floor. And then the next one up from the munitions locker is the press briefing room? He's in the press briefing room. He's Max in the press room. Okay, where's the West Wing? The West Wing is behind the press briefing room on the upper deck. Got it. I'm going to look in the West Wing. Five. Didn't do so well. Sorry, six. You don't see any bodies, but you know that somebody was in there. I guess I'll roll for cargo. Three. It looks like it did before. Got it. Let's check the crew quarters. Four. Okay, in the crew quarters, there's still a guy. The crew quarters have four sets of bunk beds. And at the set of each bunk bed is a chest. One of those chests is open, and the guy who's in there is quickly trying to read through a manual. Got it. Okay, and then I'm going to look in the galley with a nine. Okay, Uh, you don't see anybody. Should we get to action? You know it, good buddy. So the way to get to the crew quarters would be through the security room. So you're right there. You just need to open up the door lock that would allow you to go from the security down to the stairs. I'm going to climb over Hoositz's dead body. Uh, the the guy who was gonna who Dimitri was shooting Dimitri and, and Boris. I was gonna climb. Oh well, Boris is over on the other side. That's true, I'm gonna yeah. climb over Dimitri's dead body and go to the door and be like, uh, upper door security. I unlock it. Okay. Slide open. Like as I'm climbing, okay. like his face uh, is like when, smushing under my boot. When the, that door goes whoosh, you hear a guy yelling Russian below. And then there's some shuffling. In, okay, great. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a very smart man. I want to leap up into the room with like some cool like karate flips. Not so much to like that I think I'm going to hit someone, but more that I'm just like announcing my presence. Roll your athletics. Uh, a 20. Congratulations. It is a beautiful flip. It is so elegantly done. It is a shame that the only person that could see it was... Uh, this guy who, frankly, he is very impressed, uh, but he's also quite scared. And he saw it happen. As it happens, I play on the intercom Hero. Hero, mm-hmm. which is the name I'm giving to a song that Adam is going to discover and play for us. <laughs> but does not infringe on anyone's copyright. I want you guys to roll initiative again. 18. 15. Okay. So you flipped into the room. And you heard someone yell. It's not immediately apparent where the guy is, though, because he heard you coming. Roll your intelligence. And you can roll your intelligence, too, if you want. 
19. I rolled a one. Okay. <laughs> so you don't see him at all. Great. You can tell that he is uh, tucked behind the last bed on the left. Hey, dipshit, behind the last bed on the left. Come out with your hands up before my friend, quote, talks, unquote, to you. Okay. He didn't appreciate that at all. <laughs> okay. And you picked up from my threat where the guy was. Yeah, oh, I know exactly where he uh, is. And yeah. so it is your turn. Okay, great. I'm going to leap onto one of the bunk beds under the top bunk, and then I'm going to leap down and pounce on him like a panther. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna jump on the nearest bed, then leap to the second one. Right. This is gonna require three rolls. Great. Let's but, do it. And they're, but they're all to your strength. Right. <laughs> so roll your acrobatics or your athletics. Yeah. For the first one. A 17. Okay. You get up on that first bed. Now roll to see if you can jump to the second bed. A 19. You jump to the second bed. Now you're going to jump down on his head? Yeah, I'm going to jump down on him. So roll your strength. Great. 16. And you knock him out. <laughs> yeah. He's he's gone. You jump up on that top bed and you go boing and then you go back down and you just go <laughs> and he's gone. He's out. Now is he dead or unconscious? He's dead. Yeah. Alright. We should probably try to not murder the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To I'll find do... out why they are on the plane. Uh, so you were always the reasonable one, you know? But me, I I like to kill guys in cool ways. This is kind of my thing, you know? My hands are not clean either. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. My flaps are not clean either. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I did murder that man just moments ago. It was great, by the way. You did a great job. Thank you. Oh, you know what? They broke something so badly that you didn't hear about it, but you still need to take damage from that. Oh. So, and we haven't given you any damage because they just kept hitting... Seats. Yeah. yeah. And me. Okay, roll your defense. It's a one. <laughs> oh, no. All right, you take 17 damage. Okay, so I take 17 damage, but I'm not aware of it? Something hurts, but you can't tell where it hurts because the sensor... Like, something just hurts. Alert, Max. I have been damaged badly. Oh, God. Alan, where does it hurt? I don't know. But honestly, not knowing hurts even more. Ah, oh, buddy. I only know that parts of the plane are no longer functioning or responding as they should be. God damn it! I won't let them do this to you. I won't... I can't... It won't let you die on me again. Alan, I love you. Your emotions are moving more than I can express. Oh, I gotta man up. And I gotta figure this shit out. Picks up the walkie-talkie. Alright, listen up, you fuckheads. What the fuck do you want? Is this the American? Oh, yeah. This is the American, alright. Who is this? The fucking scumbag? Yuri Shondokov. Oh, Yuri in big trouble. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. It's, uh... it's a little English joke. It's like, it's like, cause you're in, like you're in, no, like no, you're. I know English. Yeah. I know English fine. It's not a problem. It's oh, okay, fine. good. Just uh... want to make sure we were on the same page here. Anyway, fuck you. What the fuck are you doing on Air Force One? I'm going to take this plane. Uh, not if I can help it. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to take this plane. It's a great plane. It's really nice. Oh, yeah, it's so nice. I want you to ask your comrades who I murdered. 
Yeah, you murdered some of them. Yeah, I murdered I quite a few. This is no good. Is uh, you, 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 you did, you did do that. But, and, I'm coming, uh, and I'm coming for you. Is, is okay. Yuri. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where are you right now, by the way? Why would I tell you that? Uh, no, I'm just curious. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. This is, is a very silly thing to ask me. <laughs> no, you, just, you know how this works. Well, you know, I'm the Grim Reaper. I'm going to find you no matter what. So you might as well just tell me now. I mean, you might. You might. You might. No, I mean, I will. I will kill you. I will murder you. Like, that's you what's might. gonna happen. No, it's, it's not really like a might. You seem kind of fuckhead. Uh, no, you're the fuckhead, actually. Uh, I agree to disagree. You seem fuckhead. Gentlemen, I am sorry to interrupt this heated exchange, but Yuri, may I ask, what do you intend to do with this aircraft? Well, uh, well I, I would like to go back to KGB. Uh, can you call Moscow? and tell them Yuri Shondokov is A-plus spy. Totally took Air Force One, was totally gonna give it back, and if you just let him back into KGB, he'll give it back? I don't think we can do that. I mean, yes, I could call the KGB. We have that capability. But to admit that the plane was not in our control while flying over American airspace would be an international incident, as I'm sure you are aware. Mm. See, because kind of what I'm going for and kind of what I want to do is, like, show that they shouldn't have fired me. I want them to see that, like, I'm a real good spy, and so, like, they should put me back. I'm going to cut off the intercom to his part of the plane. Max, mm -hmm. I, I agree with your assessment. This gentleman is a real fuckhead. Let's go fuck him up. Let's go fuck him up. Hey, you guys, are we still talking? Guys, what's up? We're negotiating, yeah? Hey, guys, this is Patrick again. Thank you so much for listening to part one of this show. Please go ahead and subscribe so that you can hear part two of what's coming up next week. Make sure to rate and review. It really helps the show, guys. We always appreciate it, and thanks so much. We'll see you then.